This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. Thank you for joining us on Resource Centre, the show where we discuss the tools and techniques you need to be at the forefront of the ever-evolving world of business. This is Audrey Raj. On the show today, we're going to be discussing the local talent pool, IR 4.0 and bridging the gap between. I've got some pretty interesting guests joining me and we're going to be deep diving into delivering high impact talent development programs to accelerate the growth of local talents who would be the workforce in supporting the growth of Industry 4.0. Online with me right now are some friends from SHRDC. Hey, thanks, Audrey. Hello, uh, my name is Pei Suk Ling. I'm the Executive Director of Selangor Human Resource Development Centre. Uh, I'm just recently appointed as the Executive Director last year, uh, but I've been with SHRDC for 17 years. Alright, uh, thank you, Audrey. I'm Dr. Chua Wen Shen, and I'm currently the Head of Malaysian Smart Factory 4.0 at SHRDC. So, um, I manage the Malaysian Smart Factory um, programs. Uh, under Selangor Human Resource Development Centre and we support the industries uh, towards a more sustainable digital transformation towards IR 4.0. Right, so before we jump into it, um, maybe you can give our listeners some background into SHRDC and what you guys do. So, Ling, maybe you want to take this. Sure. Thanks, Audrey. Um, uh, SHRDC uh, or Selangor Human Resource Development Centre, uh, we are a not-for-profit training uh, development Centre established by the industry and the government in 1992. So we are 29 years old this year. Uh, what we do is we provide uh, industry-relevant skills training uh, and the objective to, of, uh, for a sustained and addressable pool of talents for companies and for businesses in Selangor and also in Malaysia. So uh, guided by uh, federal and state government, uh, our members are from the industries. Uh, and also from the technology partners, our competency-based training programs ensure job readiness uh, and are also recognized by the industry. So what we offer is programs and certification for uh, specific competencies uh, in areas of uh, manufacturing, uh, ICT, microsystems, uh, solar photovoltaics, uh, aerospace, and uh, the most recent one is the Industry 4.0. Right. So how are you guys involved in the IR4 agenda here in Malaysia? Um, the re- if you look at the recent um, National 4 IR policy uh, that is announced on the 1st of July, um, the, the whole nation is currently in the midst of uh, technology transformation uh, that will fundamentally change the way we live, the way we work. So with these changes uh, actually bring everyone to a new era of growth, change, and opportunity. So and if you look at the manufacturing industry, uh, the government uh, also has evaluated how manufacturing industry operates and encourages uh, industry to focus on uh, developing advanced manufacturing capabilities or and by investing in digital transformation activities. And most importantly, the national IR policy talks about talent development. So, so there are a few crucial building blocks that was mentioned uh, in, in this IR 4.0 policy. Uh, one of them is, you know, they talk about talent needs to be 
four, uh, four IR ready to address current and future demand. Okay, so what we do in SHRDC is right now we are ready to support, uh, to be part of this building block. Okay, um, you know, speaking of the government, where is SHRDC in the government spectrum? You know, is uh, SHRDC sought out for ideas, opinions, policy contributions, given that you guys are training specialists, right? Yeah. Uh, SHRDC is, uh, uh, we, we are part of the Federation of Malaysian Skills Development Centre, uh, where there are 14 other centres like us uh, in all the states in Malaysia. So on our own, uh, of course, uh, we, we only focus mostly on Selangor, but if to get a government uh, uh, to, to be sought for uh, ideas and opinions, we have to go in, in as a federation. So what we do is these 14 skill centers come uh, form into this federation with the objective of uh, representing the voice of the industry from all the states, um, focusing on addressing skills and talent needs. So we are represented in FMSCC in various discussions, uh, mostly related to issues uh, such as uh, filling a uh, competency gap. And recently, a lot of discussion on uh, preparing IR 4.0 ready talents to address current and future uh, demands of the industry. So, so Ling, you just mentioned uh, how the implementation of the new IR4 policy by the Economic Planning Unit and the Ministry of Science, Technology and Innovation has highlighted the need for upskilling and reskilling. You know, we really need to address the talent uh, pool here. What kind of courses do we need in order to ready our talent pool? Uh, in SHRDC, we focus more on, currently we focus more on uh, courses uh, to help uh, industry to understand why they need to go into, into industry four, and also to help uh, companies to get started. So we do not go more, we do not do a lot of uh, um, high-end or high-tech programs because uh, to be fair um, or to be honest, if you look at the current uh, our economy or even the industry, um, we can uh, safely say that most of the industries are not ready. All right, they are not ready to, to adopt uh, IR4 technologies and run, but we need to prepare them so that they can get started. So our programs right now is, is we, we talk about, uh, to tell them about the, the, the um, some of the basic information about 4.0, why you need to get started, what needs to be done, and what is the first step, second step, uh, and, and so on. So we have five levels where uh, Dr. Chua will then explain how do we bring this industry or, or companies to start with level one to level five, and how can they proceed from there in, in uh, the implementation of uh, 4.0. So uh, so Audrey, like basically, uh, like what Sukling has shared as well, is that we, we take the, the technologies out there uh, with regards to industry 4.0, and we try to localize it to what the Malaysian uh, challenges and what they really, really require to get started. So we sort of um, build this um, building blocks of technology. Uh, we call it maturity levels, whereby we talk about the data automation maturity levels as a first step. So uh, as what Sukhne uh, has shared in terms of level one to level five, right? we start off from data generation as a first step right? to collect data. Level two, we talk about data visualization. Level three, we talk about data storage. 
Level four, we talk about data formulation and level five, we talk about data analytics. So a step-by-step -step approach, we have seen that, um, you know, it creates sort of a bite-sized strategy, right, to help industries to understand where they can take their first step, right? Uh, and it's not a very overwhelming um, kind of concept where, you know, you need to do everything, right? You start off with what creates the most value for you first. And, you know, our programs are then designed to fit the Malaysian SMEs. Right. Uh, what are their challenges? What are their problem statements um, in which, um, you know, we design the program in such a way where after they go through that program, uh, they actually have the skills and competencies required to implement a project, which is something that I, I believe is a bit unique, right? A bit more unique um, to actually help industries to um, really, we, we sort of kill two birds in one stone, I think, right? Uh, whereby, you know, we, we upskill them. You know, they have a strong talent workforce now. And, you know, at the same time, they are able to start a project, right, and see the value created from there. So, and in this sense, we sort of um, hopefully are in line with the National 4IR strategy in which at the end of the day, we are creating a pool of talented workforce, right? Not just the future workforce, but also the current workforce where they have been, you know, um, they are very, very senior. They are very, very experienced in the industry. And, you know, we upskill them to do tasks that are more, um, you know, relevant towards the direction of the nation, right? And, and we hope that these um, programs definitely, as we grow, um, now um, we, we actually started to move um, towards more um, advanced technologies as well, like AI, right? AI programs is something that we are launching as well soon. Uh, and this is something we hope will, will drive the industries um, faster as well. Yeah. So now this, this emphasis on talent development is sometimes, <laughs> I've noticed, especially here in Malaysia, it's put on the back burner, you know, for all sorts of reasons, uh, cost, timing, oh, it's the pandemic. I don't know, you know, it and it can be a combination of a whole bunch of factors as well. But it directly affects foreign investments coming into Malaysia, correct? You know, so, so how has SHRDC been able to contribute to filling uh, that talent gap for foreign investors? Um, what we do in our past experience uh, in helping uh, foreign investors is... Uh, we help them to do a knowledge transfer activity uh, where it can be done uh, by uh, what we do is we will select, we will pre-select a few local uh, specialists or instructors to be trained uh, by these investors uh, in their country of origin. And when these pre-selected local instructors are trained and competent, they will return to Malaysia and to train local workforce. Mm. So like for example, uh, like many years ago, we have a uh, program for PCB design where a lot of uh, local MNC companies are looking for PCB designer. So what we do is we send uh, a few uh, local um, PCB design uh, 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 experts to be trained in Japan for a few weeks. So what we do is when they come back to Malaysia, they can then deliver this uh, uh, competencies or these skills to, to our local uh, uh, workforce. So this is what we call the knowledge transfer. Uh, it's cost-effective, and we are also able to train a lot of uh, uh, more local uh, workforce in this manner. Yeah. Are you working with any tech partners, you know, to get some of your programs going? Because you know, it was it was all about data, data, data from level one to five. So I'm just wondering if you have any tech partners that you're working with. Yep, on the Malaysian Smart Factory side, we, we work with a lot of technology partners, right? Um, that uh, that actually helps to drive the emerging technology ecosystem. So right now, under the Smart Factory, uh, we have about twenty five technology partners now, 
that range from uh, global partners all the way to local partners as well. Uh, why we sort of um, work in this uh, technology partnership consortium right, of emerging technologies is so that we are able to work with um, you know, the, the most current technologies right, uh, and also future technologies. We are able to actually drive that integration of technologies all together. And you know, when, when we speak to industry, we, we need to be at the forefront or at least in front of technology so that we can then help to guide them or advise them uh, further into what would make more practical uh, implementation for them. So, you know, when, when industries come and visit the center, like we have a model factory that we set up in, in Shah Alam, uh, when the industries come and visit, they then see that, okay, this is technology at work, right? And because we have many, many partners coming in, they get to see more technology in one particular area, right? And, and then they can get ideas like, okay, this is something that maybe I want to implement for my factory. Can you then guide me how to approach or get started from there? So, so this is how we, we help to drive technology innovation um, alongside with all our technology partners that have embarked with us on this journey together. All right. I want to touch on uh, your Smart Factory program in just a bit, but it's time for us to take a quick break to squeeze in some messages. When we come back, uh, we'll also ask our friends from SHRDC about what kind of foundation we need to lay to prepare for Beyond 4.0. All that and more coming up on Resource Centre. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Beyond Frivolous Mishmash, BFM 89.9. You are listening to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today is Tay Suk Ling, Executive Director of Slango Human Resource Development Centre, as well as Dr. Chua Wenxian, the head of Malaysian Smart Factory 4.0 under SHRDC. Now, uh, Dr. Chua, before the break, you alluded to your Smart Factory program. And I know uh, this is a really interesting program that was brought in from Switzerland and it was meant to put Malaysia on the map. So maybe you can talk to us about this program, how it's been faring and what it aims to accomplish. Yep. So the Malaysian Smart Factory 4.0, we, we have a range of uh, Smart Factory technological programs. Uh, that the aim of it is to provide, um, you know, skills and competencies to the current and future workforce uh, in the areas of Industry 4.0. Uh, how these programs are designed is not just about awareness, it's not just about, you know, the technology awareness, but it's more towards the hands-on application, right? So at the end of the day, you know, um, industries uh, or even the, the future workforce that we train, they are then able to apply whatever they have learned to whatever process that they are actually, um, you know, intending to upgrade or improve in their factory, right? And and given that we work together with our partner in Switzerland, um, Swiss Smart Factory, right? We actually sort of localize the technology content of our programs to the Malaysian problem statements and challenges because we see that many um, industries in Malaysia, um, the core challenges are basically. Um, collection of data from legacy machines, you know, older mm, machines, right? right. And, and, you know, this is a very common trend, right, in Malaysia. And not only that, um, you will see a lot of industries where, you know, in, in one particular shop floor, you can name at least five different brands of products that they're using, right? So, so what we have designed is sort of like a brand independent concept where, you know, they can sort of um, upgrade their legacy machines, right? Upgrade them, um, not change them, and they can actually start collecting data from, from those machines and start to see value created from there. 
And, you know, the programs that we do are also designed in a way where, you know, we help to drive a, a more technology-driven ownership, right, uh, of their, their developments, right? They, they are able to build technologies in-house on their own. And we have seen, um, you know, many industries that we have trained um, embark on their journey more cost-effectively and sustainably. So mm. that's, that's how our programs are generally designed. And it's designed also in such a way where it's modular enough for people to take on. Right, you, you start with one program. Um, once you're more ready, you know, you've done one project, you think that there's capability to scale, do another one. Right. So, you know, it's bite size, it's it's easy to to swallow for industries. And we definitely encourage many, many to to come and try. Yeah. Right. Start with one and then kind of work your way up. Now yes, yes. have there been challenges in implementing these programs? Uh, yes, definitely. I would say um, in the initial stage, as we first started launching the programs, um, there are certain challenges to to sort of get more and more industries on board. Uh, but we start to see that, you know, once um, an industry actually shows uh, a success story, we always talk about success story, mm. right? So once we started to have more success stories of industry actually adopting what we have taught them and what they have implemented, um, it starts to, to um, gain more traction, I would say. Uh, and of course, even when the, um, you know, the MCO conditions start, start to kick in, right, uh, we actually sort of innovated further, right? Uh, we don't want to stop the, the, the learning and training of these technical competencies. So right now, SHRDC, actually, we have what we call as a remote training facility, right, whereby, you know, um, participants can log in, they can actually do their technical training. And we have seen one company um, that actually went through the entire program remotely, and they actually have started their, their sort of uh, project implementation already. So, so this is very encouraging for us, and we hope to support more industries in this space. Could I ask that um, you share some of the success stories that you have, you know, just to encourage more of this learning and, and knowledge sharing? Sure, sure, no problem. So um, basically, we have supported a number of industries, but I can share a few that are quite notable, right? So, so we supported a team of engineers, right, uh, that went through a smart factory training program. Um, the, once they have gone through the program, they say that, okay, uh, we want to start um, our own proof of concept, our own lighthouse project, where we can actually um, collect data from our manufacturing line, for example, right? So we went through a process of, you know, helping them to identify what they want to measure, right? That's the first step. And, you know, they, they draw out the roadmap and they say, okay, this is what we want to do. This is our key items that they want to collect. So once they went through all the training program required for them to get the skills and competencies, they started their project, right? They started it. Um, we, we sort of supported them through um, a 10-day period of a program, right? And they actually finished the, the first, um, you know, draft of that project within the 10 days, right? And it was very, very um, encouraging to see how they have uh, actually adopted the skills that we have imparted in them, right? And, and you know, right now they are fine-tuning. They know what they are doing. They have actually customized it to what they want to see. And when they share with us that, okay, this is the improvements that we see in our factory, right? For example, they are now able to identify gaps, right? They are able to identify gaps in their production, right? Where are the areas of improvement? Because data gives you a lot of visualization perspective. Right. And, and now they feel that they have a lot of ownership to the, the, to the development. Right. And they, they told me that they are more confident now to take the next step to, to deploy it uh, factory wide. So, so this is one of the most encouraging stories that I, I can share. Right. There are, of course, a number of them else that are out there as well. 
So now I'm wondering if awareness is an issue here or has been a challenge for SHRDC. You know, is there a need to create more awareness in general for some of the programs that you offer? Uh, you know, for the skills gap in preparation for IR 4.0. I think uh, under the current uh, situation of uh, COVID-19 pandemics, uh, upskilling of uh, current workforce, uh, if you talk in terms of industry point of view, are still on the last item in their priority list. Okay, it's not it's not in their priorities priority list at all. So our challenges is to bring this awareness to the business owners uh, on the opportunity of build back better. If you look at the World Economic Forum, they have suggested that post-pandemic recovery provides an opportunity to build back better only by uh, promoting remote working uh, or increasing digitization and automation, and as well as reskilling and upskilling of current workforce or even the retrenched, unemployed, or and uh, future pipeline workforce to support uh, uh, the job for future of our tomorrow. So under this one is uh, we will need, our challenges is to bring this awareness to business owners, especially the SME on this opportunity, whether um, they are going to, uh, whether they are going to invest or whether they are going to put it in their list, to-do list for upskilling, reskilling and uh, cross-skilling of the current workforce. So we do a lot of webinars. Uh, under current conditions, we can't do anything else. But there's a lot of uh, virtual uh, activities that is ongoing, uh, like webinars. Uh, we talk to uh, relevant agencies to support other programs and also to implement a proof of concept projects like what uh, Dr. Chua has mentioned just now. This is just to, 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 to share uh, success stories with, with, with the business owners, especially SMEs, on, on why they need to go into uh, upskilling of their current workforce. Uh, so for instance, uh, recently we are on uh, ITAP. ITAP is an Industrial Transformation Asia-Pacific uh, event, uh, which will be held on uh, 22nd November to 24th November uh, on uh, virtual platform. Uh, we are also in the roadshow, uh, which is uh, on 28th of July, where SHRDC uh, as a co-partner and will be headlined by Datuk Sri Mustafa Muhammad, the minister in the Prime Minister's office. So this will give us the opportunity to expand our market, uh, not only uh, within Malaysia, but we're looking at uh, outside Malaysia as well. Right. Now, Sutling, um, at the top of the show, you mentioned that SHRDC has been around for 29 years and you've been with the company for 17. So with all these years of experience under your belt, can I ask um, that maybe we look into that crystal ball and for you to tell us what's next. You know, what kind of foundation does Malaysia need to lay to prepare our workforce for beyond 4.0? I think it, it won't be my opinion to, to, to share on why, how Malaysia, what kind of foundation uh, Malaysia needs to lay. But uh, if you look at what we, uh, when we started in 92, uh, we were set up to address the issue of a shortage of skilled workforce. So in 1992, there are a lot of multinational companies uh, set up uh, their operations in, in Selangor, uh, especially in manufacturing sector. So during that time, there were shortage of skilled workforce. So SHRDC came into picture to address this issue. But over the years, uh, we have also developed new content 
uh, or new programs to align to the government's uh, economic plans and initiative and also to align to the needs of the emerging industry. So we don't just stay at uh, manufacturing, but we move on as, as uh, the, according to the economic plan. So we move on to industrial automation, ICT, uh, microsystem, solar, uh, big data analytics, and recently into the smart factory programs. And we also, uh, what we do is we, we always need to look ahead with the industry. Uh, not so much on uh, just fulfilling the current need, but we need to always to look forward uh, so that we are always ready to address also the future talent needs from the industry. So if we look about future, um, I think we will still, SHRDC will still uh, continue with our commitment uh, towards contributing to Malaysia's aspiration for its workforce, which is um, highly skilled workforce, innovative and work ready. So we will continue to look ahead uh, we will continue to design industry-relevant training programs so that our talents in Malaysia are always ready to work, whether now or future. That's what we are committed to. Dr. Chua, anything to add to that? What kind of uh, foundation do we need to, to lay to prepare for Beyond 4.0? Yep. Uh, I think in terms of the um, following the National 4 IR strategy uh, and policies, right, uh, we really need to lay a strong foundation in hands-on competencies towards 4IR right, or Industry 4.0 uh, because these are, these are emerging technologies and if our current workforce or future workforce do not work um, along those lines and, and do not apply what they have learned in this area, it's going to be a real, real challenge. For example, um, you know, we, we, we need to prepare the workforce to be high-skilled in, in technologies such as artificial intelligence. AI, right? These are skills and competencies of highly um, skilled and complex workforce, right? So this is this is something that we are also driving towards too, right? Uh, we, we want to create a workforce that is more adaptable, right? And able to adopt um, technologies faster. So laying down the foundations in terms of these skills and the hands-on competency as to ensure that they are work ready is very, very important for the future. Right. Thank you for that. Now, for listeners who are tuning in right now and are keen to learn more about your programs at SHRDC, uh, as well as the Industrial Transformation Asia-Pacific Roadshow that you mentioned earlier, Sukling, uh, maybe you can give them the websites that they can uh, go check out. Uh, you can For SHRDC, you can visit our website at www.shrdc.org.my. And for ITAP, you can go to www.industrial-transformation.com. You can also access to ITAP uh, website through SHRDC website. Right. Thank you so much for that. Um, and if you missed out on any part of this show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. I've been speaking with Tae Suk Ling, Executive Director of Slango Human Resource Development Centre, as well as Dr. Chua Wenxian, the head of Malaysian Smart Factory 4.0, under SHRDC. Uh, we'll have more Resource Centre for you same time next week. But till then, this is Audrey Raj for Enterprise BFM 89.9.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.